Hey guys, welcome back to Sarah Says, the weekly podcast with me, Sarah, CEO and Chief Scrunchy Enthusiast over at Sockbun Studios, talking about whatever it is that's on my mind. Now this week was supposed to be a podcast with friend Jen going over the brand new Christmas Hallmark movies coming out this year, where we're at so far, but because of technical difficulties, that did not happen. So it's just me going over the upcoming Hallmark Christmas movies that we know of so far and just getting the overall view, feel, vibe of what is to come starting next Friday. Holy shit, I can't believe it. Okay. I probably shouldn't cuss. It's a Hallmark podcast, but whatever. Anyway, let's get into it. Before getting into the new ones, I thought I would revisit my top five favorite Hallmark Christmas movies because um, I've seen a lot of them, most of them, like pretty much all of them that are on the app. Um, So that's a lot, okay? Uh, But if I had to pick five, and these are in no particular order, and really the fifth spot, I mean, I've locked in my new number five. Uh, The number five spot tends to like shift. there are so many honorable mentions, though. But if I had to pick five, and these are in no particular order, Crown for Christmas, I put that as my original number one. So last year, when I was starting my TikTok journey and doing Hallmark reviews, I did a um, my top five favorite countdown. And I was like, honestly, like all of these could be my... On any given day, it's my number one favorite. Um, but... I put as my number one Crown for Christmas because I remember watching that one. That was the first movie that made me cry. I was living in D.C. at the time, and it was a very emotional Christmas for me. Uh, That was the year that I discovered Hallmark Christmas movies. Changed my life. Um, And I just love that one. Stanley McKellar. It's Rupert Penry Jones. I love him. Oh, my God. I love him. Um, You had me at sewing kit. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> made me cry. I regret nothing. I was up at like 1 a.m. watching that movie. Um, which honestly though, the Christmas movies come on at eight. So ten, eight to 10, 10 to midnight. Well, maybe, so maybe it was 2 a.m. when I was crying. Um, I thought it was three, but it might be two. Whatever it was, it was <laughs> the wee hours of the morning and I was crying over that movie. The second favorite, I'm actually going to jump this one to number two spot, even though I just said that these are in no particular order, because honestly, when I'm watching them, I'm like, ah, no, I, like, this is my favorite. Christmas Getaway. Travis Van Winkle, Bridget Reagan. We all know on this podcast that I love Travis Van Winkle. I mean, do I love him, or do I just love the two Christmas characters that he's played in Hallmark movies. I guess the world may never know. Um, I mean, I did invite him to a wedding this year. He never answered me. Uh, in fact, I think he has a pretty serious girlfriend, so yeah, I still love him. I, I'm debating on watching you now, though. I mean, like, I want to support him because I think he's a stand-up guy. Um, I don't know. My, my views changed a little bit now that he's got a girlfriend and he never responded to me asking him to a wedding. I mean, I know it wasn't going to happen even if he didn't have a girlfriend and we should appreciate that he is so loyal. Um, but like, do I really love Travis or do I just love his character? Where in this movie he says the best line single-handedly, single-handedly, the best line I've ever heard in any Hallmark movie ever, ever. 
In fact, I said this at, at my birthday dinner with my bosses this year. And my, the dad was like, no man says this in real life. I'm like, I know. And that's why I'm single. Um, he looks at Bridget's character at one point there at this Christmas party. And he says, do you know what would make me very happy right now? She says, what? And he says, going home, making tea, working on our gingerbread house. <sighs> oh, if he's not saying that to me, I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I love it. The soundtrack, amazing. Terrell Rothery is the mom. If Terrell Rothery is the mom, you can't go wrong. Oh my god, I love that movie so much. Um, and Bridget and Travis actually worked together on The Last Ship, which was a TBS show. I never watched it, but afterwards, finding this out, I was like, oh, that's why it works so well. I, the chemistry, they just work together so, so well. And the very end, oh my god, when he puts, when he puts the almond in the porridge, because whoever... So one almond goes in this porridge, and then whoever gets the almond is destined to get married within the next year. <sighs> she first, like, at the same time, she, like, puts her spoon in and comes up with an almond, and then he, like, at the same time puts his spoon in, and he gets an almond, like, he put his... <laughs> he put an almond in, because he wants to get married again. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Um, and I just, I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah. Anyway, three, a December bride. And, you know, in 2016, 2017, when it came out, whatever year it came out, um, that was it for me. That was top notch. Like, nothing could reach higher than that. Jessica Lowndes, Daniel Lissing, obsessed absolutely obsessed, swooned, I literally like wanted to faint watching that movie. It was so good when he gives her his grandmother's wedding ring because they have to have a fake engagement and it just fits. Oh my god, Jen and I were like scream texting each other because uh, we were like, oh, it was, it was perfect. It was beyond perfect. Um, my thing is though, is that now we're actually going to talk about Daniel Lissing at the end of this podcast. Um, he, the way he left, because there, he's at, there's Hallmark adjacent news involving Daniel Lissing, um, surrounding Christmas time. But the way he left Wayne Calls the Heart was so, like, beyond disrespectful for me that. It's, it's tarnished this movie. I mean, when I look at Daniel Lissing now, I just, like, I don't want to say hatred. Vitriol also seems strong. Like, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I just look at him and I just, I'm like, ugh, ugh. And honestly, when we first recorded this podcast, Jen and I had found a different podcast and it's these three guys that watch Hallmark movies and talk about it. I think it's Deck the... Hallmark or something like that. Maybe, or maybe that's their Christmas version of it. I don't know. Anyway, um, or like the three Hallmark guys. I don't know. Whoever it is. They recently interviewed Daniel. And I mean, Daniel made this thing. He's like, well, yeah, you know, the fans, um, are really, uh, 
like intense and you know it is just a show and I still have to live my life blah 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 and I'm like dude you're just like I think that does such a disservice to the writing and the acting that goes on when people like well it's just a show like yeah I know that but if people feel this strongly even so many years later that says something um the only thing that compares to for me because I stopped watching When Calls the Heart. Just point blank, stop watching the show. Uh, I just, I have not and will not watch that show again. Um, is Shonda killing Derek in Grey's Anatomy. I stopped watching the episode before that. So Meredith opening the door and there's those red flashing lights. That's the final, that's it for me. Derek is still alive in my world. Um, that happened. And I remember looking at the TV and I was like, I swear to God, I was like pointing my finger, just talking to no one. I'm like, I swear to God, if she kills Derek, I will never watch this show again. I'm like, I lived through George. I lived through Izzy. I lived through Denny. I lived through Burke leaving. Like, I lived through Mark and Lexi. Like, I lived through too many things. I will not. Like, I will just, I will not watch this show again. And I have not. She almost got me last year. I did watch the little clips with Derek coming back and George and Mark and Lexi. Oh my God, the Mark and Lexi one. Um, I mean, she almost might have me because apparently Scott Speedman is now on the show and I love him. <laughs> he might be the only thing that could, like, it's just, it's Meredare. It's Meredare for me. It's, it's pick me, choose me, love me for me. It's Derek and Meredith. That's it. But I do love Scott Speedman. Anyway, um, and the only other show that's ever made me so mad, uh, was Alias, the season two finale, but I, that is my all-time favorite show, and so I did not stop watching it. Um, but yeah, anyway, I love December Bride. I own it from Amazon Video, but... It just, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to watch it now. And I will say, they never put that on at a good time anymore. It was like the most watched show or most watched movie outside of the When Calls the Heart Christmas special. Now they never have it on at a good time. And it's because he burned bridges and he won't say it out loud, but he did say it on this podcast. He says at one point, it's like, well, when you're in, you're in. And like, they'll do anything to help you advance your career and one of the guys was like so like is there bad blood like because you said when you're in you're in so what happens when you're out and Daniel was like you could tell he was like oh god I said the wrong thing um but I, I've called that I've said that I've said that since day one because I'm like he hasn't done anything else for Hallmark they never put the two Christmas movies he was in they never put it on at a good time I have called bad blood ever since he left that show. Um, okay. Anyway, number four, Christmas Under Wraps. And this is like really, truly probably the pinnacle. It, this is classic Candace Cameron Bray, classic CCB. Love this movie. That's Garland for you. Iconic, classic, absolutely nothing tops that. It really, really does not. Um, the coolest thing for me is that earlier this year, the executive producer, I think it was, and the man that created the line, that's Garland for you, found my shop and actually bought the banner. So I have banners and mugs for, and it says that's Garland for you. And he sent me the nicest letter 
And he was like, you know, I remember the day that I made that phrase and it just touches me that all of these years later, it still resonates and so many people love it. And so I will treasure this banner. And I was like, no, I'm going to treasure this. (laughs) Like, that's insane to me. Um, so cool. So yeah, CCB. And I mean, her hair color in that movie is like, I've tried. You have no idea how long I've tried to get that hair color because I love it. Now, my number five spot. Last year, before the new movies that came out last year, it was The Nine Lives of Christmas. Because that movie is so unproblematic um, with Kimberly Sustad and Brandon Routh, I think is how you say his last name. Ruth, Routh. Um, Love it. I know guys that will sit through that movie, no problems. Like, not complain. They like that movie. And now they're making a sequel of it this year and I absolutely cannot wait. Um, But then last year's movies came out. And it was it hit after hit after hit. If I had to pick one from last year, though, it would be One Royal Holiday. I just looked. It is on Amazon Video. I don't know if it's as a pre-order right now or if it is you can just buy it through Prime Video right now. I will be buying it. I love that movie. It Laura Osnes, Aaron Tveit. Again, it is so unproblematic re-watching it during Christmas in July this year, I was just, I was laughing through the whole thing again. And I'm like, this is, this is it. This is top-notch Hallmark. I love that movie. Other, like, other mentionables, though, that I love, uh, quickly, oldie, but, oldies, but goodies, Snow Bride and Hats Off to Christmas and Matchmaker Santa and uh, A Royal Christmas with Lacey Chabert. Oh, love, love those. Last year's movies that are also really, really good, Five Star Christmas um, with uh, Victor Webster and Bethany Joy Lenz. I, when he vaults her onto the, whew, I think I blacked out for a minute. Uh, Christmas with the Darlings, that one's really good from last year. Christmas in Vienna, I was not expecting to like that one last year, but I did. Christmas by Starlight, I now own the same sweater that she was wearing in that <laughs> love it. Um, what other movies from last year? Heart of the Holidays. Honestly, flew under the radar. So, so good. And then, um, lastly, oh, The Christmas House. They're already making a second Christmas house, which I also am obsessed with. Um, that one was really good last year too. And then out of the three Christmaca movies, we have Double Holiday, uh, Love Lights Hanukkah, and Holiday Date. I love all three of them. I, like, Love Lights Hanukkah and A Holiday Date set themselves up for sequels. Holiday Date has the easiest one for a sequel, and I really really hope they get it. Matt Cohen and Brittany Bristow together. They were so good. Terrell Rothery is the mom. Like I said, if she is the mom, you cannot go wrong. And that one, she is, um, she celebrates Christmas. He is Jewish, but she brings him along because it was supposed to be her boyfriend. Her boyfriend breaks up at their last minute. So he tries to pretend that he celebrates Christmas. It is so good. And at the end of it, they set it up so well that I'm like, we need a sequel where she goes to meet his family and celebrates, um, Hanukkah would work so well. Double Holiday, 
also came out the same year in 2019. I didn't watch it until last year, and that has Christopher Palaha. He is so dreamy. He is so swoon-worthy. It is so, oh, that one is so cute. He also is not Jewish. Uh, she is, but he, like, learns the customs and the stuff to celebrate Hanukkah with her family because he ends up hanging out with her family a lot while she, they're planning this uh, joint holiday party for their work. And oh my god, it was so good. And then Love Lights Hanukkah last year with Ben Savage, aka Corey Matthews from Boy Meets World, uh, also with Mia Kirshner and Mary Lou Henner. Two of my friends came out of the woodwork and was like, I thought that movie was so cheesy. And I was like, oh, what? Excuse me? When her dad, biological dad that did not know that she existed until this moment, gets on the phone with her at the end and says, you are the most precious surprise. How? How are you going to call that cheesy? Oh, and Ben Savage's character. Like, he has to go off to Europe to do some stuff, but he calls a realtor and he's like, I want to see some listings just so he can get a date with her. Like, if he's not putting a timeline on his trip to Europe and coming back and moving and getting a house, like, to get a date with you, ugh, this is why I'm single. This is, this is it. Moving on now to the new movies that we know of so far. Up first, premiering next Friday, October 22nd. <laughs> I cannot. One, I am absolutely shocked that Hallmark is doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday movies. On top of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, we'll have new movies on Saturday nights afterwards. That's why the Christmas movies move up to 8 p.m. instead of regular 9 p.m. Um, I cannot wait. And you know what, though? Hallmark really needed to diversify itself because Lifetime's coming in hot with 35 new Christmas movies this year. And then there's, I think what I read was 23 new things also coming to Netflix. So, like, one, your girl is going to be busy starting next Friday, October 22nd. I absolutely, oh, you know what? I said I would watch my nanny kids while they're at a wedding. Okay, whatever. We'll just watch a Hallmark movie. <laughs> whatever. Um... <laughs> I just realized that. Um, anyway, not the point. This movie stars Benjamin Ayers and Danica McKellar. I, I cannot wait. And I cannot believe that Danica is getting the first movie out the gates. I don't know what Hallmark is up to because the last two years they have had seven nights of Hallmark Christmas premieres during Thanksgiving week. And then before that, it was five nights. Or no, last year was seven. Uh, every day was a new one. And then maybe the year before that, it was five nights. Anyway, Danica normally shows up on Thanksgiving week movies. Um, well, no. No, I guess not. I guess last year she didn't. Um, I mean... Normal Thanksgiving week lineup people, CCB obviously gets the coveted Sunday position, Lacey Schbear right before her on Saturday, like those are your two prime girls, Allison Sweeney shows up that week, um, Kimberly Sustad got a Christmas movie, I think hers was the Thanksgiving night movie last year um, with Paul Campbell, 
which is really cute. Um, anyway, but Danica is a Christmas staple because her, she had an absolute banger hit with her very first one, which was Crown for Christmas. Anyway, and I'm obsessed with Benjamin Ayers. I love him. Oh my God. Can't say enough. Oh, love him. It reads, Olivia is Connecticut's resident expert on evergreens who just days before the holiday agreed to help Jack, a fourth generation Christmas tree farmer in Avon. Oh my God. Is this going to be in Ohio? There is most certainly an Avon, Ohio. <laughs> okay. Anyway, a mysterious illness has befallen their furs, causing them to die out and threaten his family's 100-year business. As Olivia tries to get to the root of the problem and extends her stay in town, she and Jack spend more time together and feelings begin to develop. One! That is such a more detailed synopsis than what I was getting. Maybe someone at Hallmark finally listened. As I gotta be honest, I it's not you've not been cutting it for me here with these, like, Twitter worthy 180 characters or less synopsis but I mean I was already gonna watch it but then it's Danica and Ben love that but now that like yes cannot wait and if it's in Avon Ohio I'm going to lose it even if they didn't even film it there I just I'm just going to love that anyway I don't even know that I said did I say the title you me and the Christmas trees next Friday that one my only worry is, is that I'm going to hype it up so much and then I'm not going to love it as much as I've hyped it up. But fingers crossed. Next in the current lineup that we know of, Boyfriends of Christmas Past starring, I have to find the right tab here. I've got like seven open about this. Um, Catherine Haina Kim, Raymond Black, and Paul Sun Young Lee. It reads, marketing executive Lauren is met with the ghost of four ex-boyfriends. That's on one thing. The Hallmark app says, leading up to Christmas, marketing executive Lauren is visited by the ghost of four ex-boyfriends. She must learn to open her heart or risk losing her best friend, Nate. Now, I don't know any of the people in this movie. Um, the photo that they have, she looks very shocked and surprised and happy. And then it's three guys behind her. Um, the one on the left in the, in the Navy suit is very attractive. Um, then there's a guy in a jean jacket and, and jeans, and then a guy, um, in a gray suit. So one, that's not for ex-boyfriends. So I'm a little confused. And then, so is there also a fifth guy? And that's her friend, Nate. And see, I just assumed that this would be something like um, The Night Before Christmas, which would be three. And that, that would also match up with the three men in the picture. So four, and then risk losing Nate. I don't know. I'm a little confused. Um, this is, it, it, like, I know, I know that there was a movie, and it was either Hallmark or Lifetime, or it was a... Netflix one or something and I thought for sure it had Chad Michael Murray in it and it was basically this plot line but well yeah it was basically this plot line but then also maybe I'm just thinking of Ghost of Girlfriends Past which is Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Garner um so not the same in terms of 
visiting my boyfriends. Uh, anyway, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the casting, the diversity of the casting looks fantastic. Um, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about this one. Starring next Sunday. I can't, I cannot believe we're doing new movies Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Santa Stakeout with Tamara, um, I don't want to say her name backwards. Uh, Tamara, uh, Mauer Housley and Paul Campbell and Joe Pantoliano is, no, wait a minute. I, that name sounds so familiar and I don't know why I didn't just look him up before I started recording this. Uh, but then I'm thinking maybe, am I thinking of someone else? Oh, I was, I was thinking of someone else, but I also know this guy. Okay. <laughs> Not who I just thought it was. Um, yes. Okay. This reads, when rookie police detective Tanya is paired with gruff detective Ryan on a neighborhood stakeout, they are mistaken for a married couple and have no choice but to play along. I love Paul Campbell. Um, he plays such fun, lighthearted characters, and I love um, Tamara. I love Tia and Tamara. I loved Sister Sister growing up. So I think this one's going to pair really well together. What I love most of all is that it does not have Stephen Huzar in it. Um, no offense, my guy, but, like, I don't know why you're in so many, like, mystery-type movies and then why they're always so bad. Um, so this one's going to be, like, I'm assuming kind of, like, forced proximity, also a fake relationship, and that sounds really good, and I'm really excited for that one next Sunday. Next up, the following Friday, October 29th, I just, I can't get over this one, guys. It sounds cheesy as hell. <laughs> it sounds so corny. Christmas in Harmony. It reads, Harmony is tricked into auditioning for the holiday chorus directed by an ex-boyfriend. By Christmas Eve, they could be harmonizing in the key of love. <laughs> That's a no for me. I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch it. Um, yikes. Hey, that's just... Uh, that's not going to be it for me. It stars Ashley Murray, Luke James, Loretta Devine, Michelle Williams, and Basil Wallace. Basil or Basil Wallace? Probably Basil. I mean, Michelle Williams, Destiny's Child, love that. Um, Ashley Murray, also a singer. So... It's not that I just, the name Harmony, they could be harmonizing in the key of love. <laughs> it just sounds so corny. Oh, it sounds so corny. I am very excited for the following movie. <laughs> because it is Ryan Pavey and Janelle Parrish, a.k.a. Marco from Tall the Boys. Um, I love Ryan Pavey. I have loved him since his first Hallmark movie, Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Ugh. Jen and I were also scream texting one another, but she's in Boston. I'm in Ohio. 
we're watching it, and we're like, oh my god, are you watching this movie? Oh, this is so cute. Um, when they had a second one marrying Mr. Darcy. Oh. <laughs> short, long story short, Ryan has not been in a movie that I hate. My least favorite would be Christmas at the Plaza. That movie, that plot line, it, I just felt like it lost itself in the plot line. Um, I didn't hate it, but... It was a very flimsy plot, and then, like, at the end, she knows that he loves her because he decorated her house for Christmas, and because he had said, like, oh, I de- I only decorate the houses of people I love, or something like that earlier on, and she, like, walked out of the house and had no idea that the house was decorated, and I'm like, how did you not hear someone on your roof? How did you not see him de- putting lights around your windows here? Like, I... And, you know, I know you're supposed to suspend belief, and normally I can't, but <laughs> I was just, that one, that one was not really it for me, but I still would watch it, because I love Ryan Baby. His movie last year, A Timeless Christmas, loved that one. This reads, here we go with the little Twitter-esque 180 characters or less, um, a Christmas around the world party helps two people find love at home. Now, Jen somehow found something else in the original recording of this podcast, and it was something about something in a father-son. So I don't know if it's, it made it sound so much more interesting. Uh, so I don't know if he's going to be the son and there's going to be an older father or if um, he's going to be the father and there's going to be a little boy as a son. And I really hope that one's it because Hope at Christmas, which was two years ago on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, his character plays alongside a single mother and the way he interacted with that little girl. Travis Van Winkle, Ryan Pavey, you put them with children and Sign on the dotted line. I'm, I'm slapping the credit card on the table. Like, sign me up. My ovaries burst. And they're like, what, what's, what's happening? Can, can we get in on this place? Because I, I can't handle it. They're, they are so good with children. I, (laughs) I love it. Moving on to actual Halloween day, um, October 31st, we have Christmas Sail, S-A-I-L. So Jen thinks it's going to be East Coast. She was thinking Connecticut area. I immediately went Washington, Oregon side. Probably Washington is West Coast side. Um, I just feel like we've been there a lot lately. Uh, It reads, when Liz returns home to take care of her estranged father, she is determined to give her daughter a perfect Christmas and reconnects with her best friend. It stars... Katie Sackoff, Patrick Sabungi, and my fave, Terry O'Quinn, a.k.a. Kendall from Alias, and also some guy from Lost. And then he did a whole bunch of stuff on Hawaii Five-0. Uh, I best know him because of Alias, as we've already said. It's my favorite television show. Um, Okay, for me, already just feels very predictable. We're going to have a single mother, um, the estranged father, so... I mean, Terry's going to play that part so well because he plays standoffish really well. I just assume he's going to be standoffish. Um, looked up Patrick Sabungi. Uh, also finally looked up how to say his last name because uh, I just knew that was not going to happen otherwise. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
for me, feels very, um, like that I'm going to be able to call that one as, as I see it. And hopefully not. I actually enjoy trying to figure out what the plot line is ahead of time because then when it's not like that, I'm like, oh, immediately extra 100 bonus points. So for me, feels very predictable. I don't know. Sailing will obviously be involved. I I feel like it's going to be a little um, Nicholas Sparks-esque for me. Does the father die at the end? Does Terry die at the end? Well, probably not because it's a Hallmark movie. And that's only happened like one or twice. Um, three times maybe. Um, yeah, no, but he's probably going to live. But I, if it was Nicholas Sparks, he'd definitely die. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see about this one open by Christmas. At least we're into November now, guys. Uh, Friday, November 5th, starring Allison Sweeney, Erica Durance, and Brendan Elliott. I love Brendan Elliott. Uh, one, again, I cannot believe Allison Sweeney, her movie is going to be on before Thanksgiving week. So I don't know, maybe they're not doing, I mean, I doubt that they wouldn't do it because they're having the same amount of movies, but also, putting the movies on Friday nights, that takes off a whole bunch of Friday. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, I think that they're going to play really well together, too, because Brendan Elliott is just, like, a mature man. Like, there are just certain things where I don't feel like the role would suit him. Like, his role last year, Christmas in Vienna, as the um, ambassador, to, like, for Austria or something related to the ambassador, uh, worked really well. I'm like, yes, that's exactly the kind of role that I see Brendan Elliott playing in real life. Like, I think he could actually do that. Uh, anyway, reads, okay, from the website, uh, well, from ET Online, Nikki and her best friend try to find the anonymous author of an unopened Christmas card from high school. The app reads, when Nikki finds an unopened Christmas card from a high school secret admirer, she and her best friend Simone search to find and thank the anonymous author. So I sent Jen into an absolute giggling fit over this because I was like, well, obviously, um, like Allison is Nikki, Erica is going to be Simone, Brennan will obviously be the secret admirer. Um, I mean, are we having like a flashback scene here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I love Allison and I love Brennan. And so well, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. If, if though we could get Allison Sweeney back with James Scott, who played EJ Demera in Days of Our Lives because they were uh, EJ and Sammy. Um, I'm just saying I wouldn't hate that in future if we wanted to go that route too. But yeah, no, this one looks good. Next stop Christmas, aka Christmas Back to the Future. And I say that because it stars Lindsay Fonseca, Chandler Massey, Leah Thompson, and Christopher Lloyd. Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd were in the Back to the Future series. Reads, so this is what Hallmark or originally sends to like as blurbs okay I just want to read the difference here okay so when originally when Hallmark's like hey here's our lineup the movies are like these, these are the ones we're going to tell you about right now this is what they sent Angie finds herself 
10 years in the past when she takes the train home to spend Christmas with family. What part of you is like, put that on the list. I want to watch that. Sounds great. Especially if you don't know the people. And Chandler Massey is, um, no, oh, wait, no, I don't want to say that if that's because I, I might have just accidentally messed up who that is because he is from, well, as I'm about to say, because I'm trying to type it into the app. Oh, no, that was, I was totally wrong about that. Wait, what? From Days of Our Lives. He looks oddly familiar. Okay, no, wait. I've definitely seen him in something before. I don't... I don't know what. Who was I thinking of then? <laughs> wait. <laughs> I just really about... Kyle Massey. I'm thinking Kyle Massey. <laughs> Okay, same same last names. Um, okay, anyway, because so the app reads because if you don't know Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd, we're Back to the Future. You don't even. You, anyway, the app reads though at least Angie wonders what her life would be like if she had married a former boyfriend who became a famous sportscaster. She takes the train home to spend Christmas with her family and inexplicably finds herself ten years in the past with the advice of the train's enigmatic conductor. Angie has the chance to revisit that Christmas and learn what and who is truly important to her. Okay, okay, okay. Things make way more sense now that I know who Chandler Massey is. Um, wait a minute. Days of our lives. Will Horton. Well, must have been because I watched Days of Our Lives during that time. So, okay, he's just older looking now that I remember that being. Okay, anyway. Um, look, for me, it's... I know that it's because of the Back to the Future thing. Honestly, this sounds like it's a Nikki Deloach movie. Okay? I mean, she's already had that Christmas movie, by the way. Uh, cause she tells her friend at a mall, like, oh, sometimes I just wish we were never married or like, sometimes I wish we hadn't gotten married or something like that. And then she wakes up and she's not married to her husband, which was Andrew Walker. I hate, hate, with a capital H, that movie. Um, but I know this is a back to the future thing, so I'm sure it'll be fine. So I'm now assuming that Chandler Massey is the younger version of her husband, um, this is, it's also a little, they just did a movie, Love Strikes Twice, uh, which, uh, obsessed, I'm obsessed with that movie, that'll be in the full October wrap-up podcast, but, um, I'm obsessed with that movie. Uh, anyway, Christopher Lloyd, I love, I love the whole Back to the Future thing, Hallmark really knocked it out of the park trying to get some sequels and then get some people together again, so, you know, I'm here for it, I'm still here for it. A Christmas Treasure debuting Sunday, November 7th, starring Jordan Sparks and Michael Xavier Reeds. 
After opening a 100-year-old time capsule and meeting a charming chef, Charming Chef, I, the, it's the two CHs and they, they don't even sound the same and that's a bad alliteration. Lou questions whether or not she should move to New York after Christmas and further her writing career. I like Jordan Sparks. I loved Michael Xavier in, um, he was in the uh, Carousel movie last year. Uh, what was that? That was a, um, that was, that was a time travel movie last year. I think they did two time travel movies last year because I had a timeless Christmas too. Anyway, um, love them together. The picture here looks good. I'm, I don't really have a lot to go on here after opening a 100 year old time capsule and meeting a charming chef. You, you just, you look at, you want to say charming chef because it just, but no, anyway, um, Lou questions whether or not she should move to New York after Christmas and further her writing career. I mean, Jordan Sparks is a singer. I mean, I know we already have the singing movie, the Harmony movie. Um, I'm not saying that she can't play anything else other than a singer, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm excited for it still, though. I mean, I'm excited for all of these because it's all our Christmas time. It's got down to Christmas almost here. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a lot to go on or just a little, like a chef and a writer and a time capsule and the name is a Christmas treasure. I mean, no, none of the breadcrumbs are coming together right now about this movie. So it intrigues me because I have absolutely no idea how anything's going to happen just based off of that little synopsis. So I do like that. So from there, the app does not tell us any of the other movie titles. It's like movie number 10. Movie number 11, movie number 12. And I mean, fine, maybe they're just trying to drum up suspense. The thing is, is you've already filmed them, okay? You're you're not here middle of October being like, we're gonna shoot these movies. You already know who's in them and you already know them. Now, they will sometimes send emails out and they'll like propose a couple of titles. So I guess maybe that's why. But I just, just tell me who's just just give me give me all the information right here right now okay outside of that though i i have compiled so i know some of some things here so according to et online some of the other movies on countdown to christmas which is regular hallmark channel we have christmas at castle heart featuring Lacey chabert Stuart townsend and Brooke heads to Ireland for Christmas to find her Irish roots. There she meets Aiden, Earl of Glaslow, and Brooke is mistakenly hired to host Aiden's Christmas party. I am obsessed. I cannot wait. You guys already know that I, well, okay, I would rather prefer that I move to Scotland. Um, but I mean, Ireland's fine too. I'm so excited. I just hope this is better than the actual Irish movie that they had earlier this year with, um, I cannot think of her name, but Cheyenne from Reba and, um, Alan Leach, <laughs> um, Branson from Downton. I wanted to love that movie so much. And like the scenery was great, all that, but the plot, it just lost itself at the end. Um, so it wasn't my favorite plot line, but I had like hyped that movie up so much. So I hate when I hype something up and then I'm like, ugh, that kind of fell flat for me. But anyway, I cannot wait. Sign me up. 
The Christmas Contest, starring Candace Cameron Bray, John Brotherton, and Barbara Niven. See, both of those see TBD. We already know, Hallmark, okay? We already know that Lacey will have the Saturday of Thanksgiving week, and CCB will have Sunday after Thanksgiving. Like, just, I don't know what those dates are, but you do, because you have a calendar, and I could look my calendar at, but but I'm not going to in this moment. Um, this read, X's... Lara and Ben compete in a Christmas contest to win money for charity. Now, John Brotherton, if you don't know his name offhand, it's Matt from Fuller House. I love this. I'm so excited for this because Fuller House, obviously, it had to be Steve and DJ. There was no other way around this, okay? It was it was DJ and Steve, always and forever, they had to end up together. But I really loved Matt in Fuller House. So I am so excited that now we we get that chance to have, well, CCB and John Brotherton end up together because uh, they're not going to be DJ and Matt. But um, because I thought they had really good chemistry together in the show. And so very excited about that one. The Christmas House 2, Deck Those Halls. Starring Robert Buckley, Anya Aurora, Aurora, and Jonathan Bennett. That also says TBD. I would assume this is going to be on Thanksgiving week. Uh, the Mitchell brothers compete to create the best Christmas house. I cannot wait. I loved the Christmas house last year. The most annoying part of that whole movie was the mother. I just hated her. Um, it doesn't have Treat Williams on here, so maybe... The parents aren't going to be involved in this one. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, The Nine Kittens of Christmas. Again, I just think all of these are going to be the Thanksgiving lineup movies. Because it would make sense. It would. Uh, <sighs> starring Brandon Roth, Kimberly Sustad, Gregory Harrison. I'm so excited. Zachary and Marilee are tasked with finding homes for a litter of kittens. Now, I have heard in the rumor mill that opening this movie, Zach and Marilee are not together or they're fighting or whatever, um, you know, post where the nine lives of Christmas ended, where he, uh, climbs up on top, uh, like shows up in the fire truck and then climbs up on top and declares himself as the, like the mountain lion and all this, like the little pretty woman, um, uh, thing at the end. Um, and you know, that's fine. That's fine, because, you know, obviously they're going to end up together again, again in the end. But, um, I don't, I don't really care. I'm just so excited about this. I am so excited about this. <laughs> I cannot wait. I love it. Because I do have the Nine Lives of Christmas on Amazon Video. I love that one. Uh, sometimes I'll just watch it. it I don't care when. Because it's so, it's so unproblematic, and it's just, it's really good, and I love it. Sister Swap, A Hometown Holiday, and Sister Swap, Christmas in the City, back-to-back -back movies. I don't know how they're going to do this, but I'm so <laughs> excited. The first, or well, they both star Kimberly Williams Paisley, Ashley Williams, Mark Declan, and Keith Robinson. Now, I don't know Keith Robinson offhand. But I do know Kimberly Williams Paisley, her sister, Ashley Williams, did not realize until Jen told me last year that they were sisters. Uh, and now I'm, oh my god. Uh, 
obsessed with Mark Declan. Love Mark Declan. Love Mark Declan. Um, the movie he was in last year with, um, um, God, you know, my memory is, it's, it's really, it's really going, um, Catherine, all I can think is Catherine Heichel, and that is most certainly not it, Catherine Bell, yeah, um, hated that movie, they, they did both of them so wrong, that writing stuff, that movie was so god-awful terrible, uh, that leaves me with a fiery, burning rage. Uh, so this can only go up from here. I loved him in Switch for Christmas with CCB. Uh, Jen originally did not like that one. She since has since switched her opinion, and now she does love that one. I just love that movie. And uh, with Eon Bailey too, love that movie. That loved it. I'm so 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 excited about that. Uh, it reads. In these two interconnected movies, the Swift sisters switch locations leading up to the holidays. So, a little switch for Christmas. Um, I don't really know how, because, like, CCB, she just played twins, but it was her playing both characters. Uh, Kimberly Williams Faisley and Ashley Williams don't really look a lot alike, so... I don't, I don't know how we're going to do that, but uh, but I'm excited and I cannot wait. And then uh, A Kiss Before Christmas, starring James Denton, Terry Hatcher. Oh, I haven't seen Terry in forever. And Mary Lou Henner. That reads, real estate development executive Ethan wakes up to a different life without his kids and wife when he loses out on a work promotion. Oh, wait, I love James Denton too. Oh my God. James Denton and Terry Hatcher, weren't they both in, um, Desperate Housewives? <laughs> I'm, I never watched Desperate Housewives because I was not old enough to watch Desperate Housewives. <laughs> but, uh, I'm pretty sure James Denton was in Desperate Housewives. Why is IMDb not, uh, it's not, it's not going right now. Um, anyway... Well, I mean, that's very, what's that Nicolas Cage movie? Family Man? I mean, that that's probably pretty much Family Man. Um, you know what? Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works when they do movies like that and it's, and it's fine. Now, on Wikipedia, you can click on the 2021 movies and they do have, let's see if they have any other ones listed here. They do. They have one December night for, slated for November 13th, starring Eloise Mumford and Brett Dalton, but they don't have anything that I can click on about it. Um, but then they also have, and like I said, this is Wikipedia, so we do not know. It says announced or in development for Christmas 2021. Reads a lot like Christmas. Oh, Christmas at Castle Heart. Yeah, we had that one. Christmas CEO, The Christmas Contest, Christmas for Keeps. Oh, yeah, The Christmas House 2, Deck Those Halls, Christmas in Angel Heights, Christmas in London. 
Christmas in Tahoe. I mean, those are probably the ones that then they're going to switch the names out and we're going to get these emails like with a sort of synopsis and be like, what title would you choose? Um, Christmas together with you, a Dickens of a holiday, eight gifts of love. Oh, we're going to get another Hanukkah movie what, or Christmas card, whatever. Uh, every time a bell rings, a Godwink Christmas miracle of love. Oh, so that'll be Hallmark movies and mysteries, I bet. I, last year's Godwin Christmas with Sam Page, and these are true stories. I, I, I was, I was hitting my head against a wall. <laughs> Holiday in Harlem, a kiss before Christmas, making spirits bright. My family, or my Christmas family tree, Nantucket Noel, the the Nine Kittens of Christmas. We know that. Open by Christmas. We know. Sister Swap. Sister Swap. We know that. Sugar Plum Twist. Time for them to come home for. Christmas. What? I'm pretty sure we've already had that title. Last year. Time. What time for them to come home for Christmas? I'm pretty sure last year there was time for us to come home for Christmas. Uh, Tis the season to be merry, an unexpected Christmas, and a very merry bridesmaid. Oh, man. You know, it's been a long time since we did, um, what? Chesapeake Shores movie? Well, okay. I'm not going to lie. Or I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to go against that. Um. So that's it for Countdown to Christmas that we currently know of because Hallmark won't just give me the full list of movies and titles and premieres because why make it easy? Why? Switching over quickly to um, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, their series, Miracles of Christmas, there will be nine new movies for that. And if you are like me and you do not normally get Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, let me once again tell you about the Friendly TV app, F-R-N-D-L-Y TV. You know what? Apparently they sponsor the three guys that talk Hallmark Movies, and that's fine. Friendly app, if you want to also sponsor me, that would be great. Um... Love this app. Cannot say enough good things about it. I heard about them last year. I think I pay the $7.99 a month subscription, but um, you get 15 channels. It includes all of the Hallmark channels. You can record. They have like lookbacks. Um, cannot say enough nice things about this. And I'm so excited. You can stream it through your TV, uh, through an app. Well, I love it. And then, depending on which version you get, uh, I think you get the same amount of channels, but it goes to, um, like, how many things you can record and how long you can keep them. But anyway, out of the nine movies, we know three titles, but at least we have all of the dates. So, it's Saturday. So, these are all Saturday movies. So, we have October 23rd, October 30th, November 6th, November 13th, November 20th. November 27th, December 4th, December 11th, and December 18th. These are always on at 10 p.m. So basically how it works is Hallmark Channel goes from 8 to 10, and then you turn it over to Movies and Mysteries, and that's 10 to midnight. The first one up, premiering Saturday, October 23rd, is Christmas in My Heart, featuring Luke McFarlane, and, you know, because then they took off the people that are in the movie, so I have to go through another 
website. Okay, Heather Hibbins and Cheryl Lee Ralph. And this says, Concert violinist Beth tutors the daughter of reclusive country music star Sean to prep her for the holiday concert. They are joined through the connective power of music. Oh, Luke's going to be a dad. Um, cute. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking, honestly, I'm more so shocked that it's not, uh, and of course, I've, of course, <laughs> when my brain has been going, I just completely lost the name of the person that I was thinking of, um, playing it. But, you know, Luke has been doing a lot of, like, if Luke has sort of turned into, like, oh, if it's a musical thing, Luke's probably in it. Um, next up, starring, or on October 30th, The Christmas Promise, starring Tori DeVito, Dylan Bruce, Patrick Duffy, and Grayson Holt. It reads, Nicole learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather and a carpenter she hires to renovate the home that was once meant for her and her fiancé. Right, so I will definitely be crying about that. Um, I love Patrick Duffy. I'm just, it, is it going to be Dylan Bruce or is it going to be Grayson Holt that was her, um, Oh, Patrick Duffy's definitely going to be the grandfather. Oh my God, how old is Patrick Duffy? Because Tori DeVito is like my age. Patrick Duffy isn't old enough to be my grandpa, is he? Um, okay, anyway. On November 6th, we have Debbie Maycomers, A Mrs. Miracle Christmas, starring Caitlin Doubleday, Steve Lund, and Caroline Ray. I love Steve Lund. Hopefully he's cut his hair hair. Uh, he did. He did have cut hair for the Ice Castle movie that he did earlier this year. Uh, Caroline Ray, it's the, it's one of the aunts from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the good one on Netflix, or, not, I'm sorry, the good one from our childhood, not the one on Netflix, which is creepy. Um, I'm assuming Caroline Ray is going to be Mrs. Miracle now because the original Mrs. Miracle was the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond, and she's, she passed away. Um, this reads, Mrs. Miracle helps a family feel the Christmas spirit and overcome loneliness and loss of faith. And the app reads, Mrs. Miracle helps a family experience a holiday of heavenly proportions. Um, so who knows? Probably going to cry. Um, let's see here. And all we know is that there is one more. Well, that we know the name of, they the app does not have which one that is. Uh, but Holly Robinson, Pete, Lyric Bent, and Nick Sanchez to be determined. We don't know what date is coming out on. Uh, it is called the Christmas Bond, and it says a single mom learns to let go and let her teenage son with autism flourish when they come across a crossroad at Christmas. Oh, honestly, I was expecting to cry so much last year at H and M movies. And I really didn't. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, the synopsis, well, of that one for sure. And then the Tori DeVito, Patrick Duffy one. Um, if I don't cry, I think I might be upset. I actually, like, closed out this podcast, did everything. And I was like, oh, wait, I never circled back around to Daniel Lissing here. Um, so last week, news came out that Daniel Lissing was coming back to star in this 
Hallmark spinoff show from When Calls the Heart, and it's called When Hope Calls. And then Lori Laughlin was also reprising her When Calls the Heart role as Abigail Stanton on this show. I just saw an article today that Hallmark came out and was like, we did not rehire Lori Laughlin. Uh, GAC family is not owned by Hallmark. It's two completely different things. So that one, that makes me laugh hysterically. And two, it still makes me so irate because he was so hellbent on leaving When Calls the Heart because he just couldn't do it anymore, needed a break, and blah de blah 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 And, like, I technically on him had let the showrunners know, including Lori Laughlin because she was an executive producer and writer on the show, uh, he claims a year and a half in advance that he wanted out once his contract was done. And, you know, I can't fault someone for that. Um, that, you know, it's not that I don't understand the thought process behind it, but I still, because the whole thing was that he was like, I need a break. I need to do other things. He's done two things. I mean, to be fair, there, there was COVID and everything. He's done two things and now he's back over here. Oh, regret. Oh, <laughs> because it winkles the heart. His character dies, quote unquote, dies in a training accident. And like, I mean, you know, nobody, nobody means didn't really die. <sighs> okay. Honestly, just absolutely fries me alive. It reads, according to a press statement released by GAC Media, that Daniel Lissing is starring alongside Sarah Canning called A Christmas Star. The movie will premiere on December 12th at 8 p.m. The synopsis reads, an astronomer, Madeline Baggert, played by Canning, searches for life beyond Earth, and when she believes she has found it, convinces her boss to allow her to travel to a small hamlet in upstate New York where the scientist hopes to capture a once-in-a-lifetime event. With refractors, telescopes, and a small film crew in tow, Madeline arrives and sets up in Summit Ridge where she meets what? Wait. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. What? Meets widowed National Park Ranger Ryan Sparks, played by Lissing, and his young daughter Celeste. With Ryan's help, Madeline begins to chart the celestial event which brings the pair closer to finding love under the stars. What? Okay. I'm very confused right now because... Okay, wait. <laughs> What is this? What is happening? Okay. Daniel Lissing and Sarah Canning will star in a Christmas star. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's totally, totally separate. Okay. Got it. 
that is not related to when calls start. Okay. This reads also under the same article. Um, Listing is also starring in the premiere of When Hope Calls Season 2. Okay, okay, okay. This is what I originally read. So he's going to be, okay, sure, sure, sure. So he's going to be in a Christmas movie uh, with a, a Hallmark-adjacent company. And and then also this. This reads, GAC Media previously announced that Listing will star in a secret role in the two-part premiere of When Hope Calls Season 2 on December 18th. When Hope Calls is a spinoff to Hallmark's When Calls the Heart. It was originally on the Hallmark Channel streaming network, but the new season will air on GAC Family. Part 1 of Season 2 airs on Saturday, December 18th at 8 p.m. Part 2 airs immediately after Part 1 at 9 p.m. Oh, okay, so it's just going to be... Oh, because there are shows. Right, right, right. Listing told ET Online that his role on When Hope Calls would be revealed on October 11th. Well, today is the 11th. Okay. Well, the 11th was yesterday. Uh, but as of the time of this article's publication, the only news that JAC Media has announced so far is about his new movie, Rather Than When Hope Calls. Listening portrayed Jack on When Calls the Heart and his character died. Heavy re- previously reported that Laughlin is reprising her role as Abigail in the two-part premiere opener. Brian Bird is still set as an executive producer for the new season despite its move to a new network. Bill Abbott, the former CEO of the Hallmark Channel launched two new channels, GAC Family and GAC Living, under the umbrella of GAC Media on September 27th, according to a press release shared on LinkedIn. On October 16th at 8 p.m., GAC Family will be airing a Christmas special called Welcome to Great American Christmas, hosted by Cameron Matheson and Debbie Matinopoulos. The special was originally supposed to air on October 24th, but was moved up a week. Well, 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 what an interesting turn of events. So Bill Abbott is poaching Hallmark people because Cameron Matheson and Debbie Metnopolis were on Home and Family, which is now canceled. Huh. I wonder if they're going to move the show over to JAC Family. Although that's not, it's technically not a Hallmark show. Interesting. Anyway. I just. I. (laughs) Every time I think about this because something something that I read was that uh Abigail was going to like see someone from her past or something something basically relating to that it would be Jack's ghost and I I really I couldn't give I <sighs> I really couldn't give two figs about it being whether he's alive or it's his ghost the whole point of it is, is that he wanted to leave to go do other things. And then he completely bombed out on those two other things. So now here he is back again. And that's really it for me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it for me. Will I be watching these things? Maybe. I have to see if I get GAC Family. I wonder if that's going to be on the friendly TV app. I don't know. We will see. If I don't get it, no, I will not be watching it. Um, but, like, I also don't want to watch it because I don't want to give them any, uh, like, extra viewership. 
Also, I want to try to not have a heart attack because, I mean, my blood pressure through the roof. Thinking about, oh, if I saw him on the streets, like it is, I just, I, it, ooh, it eats me up so much that if I were to see him on the streets, I would just be like, you're the worst. You are the worst. Shit all over the fans. I, I know, I know, I know I said I wasn't going to cuss. It's a Hallmark podcast and everything and we're all family friendly here. But like, I hate it. I, 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 I really, I really do. Now I have to go figure out if I get these channels that'll watch all of this. Just, just leave it. It, it fuels my hate fire in the words of Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. <sighs> okay. On that note, I am getting out of here so that I can go to bed so that I can wake up in the morning and start writing out this list. Because, like I said, Lifetime's coming out with 35 new movies and then there's all of these or all of these Netflix things too. It's just so, so many. It's so many. Um, I'm not complaining. I just, I need a list. So that way I can keep myself on track. Um, if I can figure out how to make the list in a way uh, for everyone to download and print it that will go up on the blog over at sackmanstudios.com. Don't go looking there yet because that, well, that will not be happening yet, but I am going to try to do that this week because I've got to get organized with these movies. It would just be helpful if Hallmark would give me all of their names and the dates. So I guess maybe it'll be a growing list. We'll just start with what we've got and work from there. Anyway, until next week, remember, there are no bad hair days. I will see you guys next time.